Let's welcome in the team here for the first hour and always joining me for the first hour here on Winners. And uh, we'll start off with Mickey Gannon, who dominated the early part of Saturday morning on the Sydney set. G'day, Mickey. Good morning to you. Good morning, G. Morning, Bakes. And uh, G-Man, don't forget, mate, Sandown tonight, we've got our, our dog going around, Hector Frawley. So you've, you've mentioned some of the some of the great races today, but uh, I can't wait to get stuck into that Sandown Park meeting, Bakes. How are you? And there's some terrific harness racing as well tonight as well. And Bakes, morning to you. I was just going through my social media feeds, as I always do on a Saturday morning, because everyone Here is addicted to social media. And I was just flicking through Instagram and I saw that Prince William was voted the most sexiest bald man in the world. <laughs> and I thought to myself, geez, my mate Brett Baker would have had to make top 10. Didn't even feature in the mate, top 10. Mate, they clearly didn't get out to Australia no. this year to have a look. There's a lot of good-looking bald men around. But, uh, yeah, I was a bit disappointed with that. A bit uh, a bit flattened, really. But I anyway, do a top 10 racing. Top what are you doing? Racing, gee, we yeah. have Richo. We've got Pitbull yeah. um, and Bakes. Yeah, you've just you just read my mind. Oh four double nine seven three six seven three six. Oh four double nine seven three six seven three six. I see that Coldplay's arrived in Perth as well. It would have been great to be there. Um, my favourite band, but that's just I just saw him on the sunrise there, just completely going off the beaten track. But the top ten, or maybe the top five sexiest sexiest men in racing that are uh, that are bull. Um, Richo would have to be up there. We'll be there next year. Yeah, I think so. I think Bates would have to be up there. Let us know, 0499736736. We'll start with this Caulfield meeting today and the Makita XGT experience professional cordless power without limits. A track update there at Caulfield. Um, Windy conditions, overcast conditions at the moment this morning at Caulfield, but the rail is in the true. We've got a good four surface. I think every horse should get their opportunity today. Um, no rain around. They might get an upgrade a little later on, uh, but it should be a perfect surface. You would imagine there, Mickey Gannon, at the Heath this afternoon. Yeah, should be no excuses for any runners, obviously, from those starts at the 1,400 metres, G. Uh, inside um, barriers are generally an advantage there, just the way that the, that the track shape is. And, well, you know, from that sprint starting point, uh, all runners will get their chance, mate. Also racing at Morpherville, um, Newcastle, as I mentioned, Sunshine Coast. So those are the meetings that we'll preview towards the second hour here uh, on winners um, on this Saturday morning. But let's start with the Caulfield meeting. And we'll start off with the feature event, the 1,000 guineas. Gehur Volante at 4.20 with Pickle Betts, the favourite. It's a, a wonderful debate, this race, because some say that Gehur Volante is a good thing. Others say that Skybird won't be beaten today. She's at 4.60. Jolly Star's been the market mover for J-Mac and Chris Waller into $4.80. Kamachi into $8. Arctic Glamour at $11. Zurion, I was just listening to Benny Gleason on racing.com yesterday. He believes this is the forgotten horse. And she's at $13. Quick Star at 16 And then Vibrant Sun at $21. We'll start off with you, Mickey Gannon. Who wins this year's Sweeps 1,000 guineas? Yeah, don't know about the forgotten horse, but I think the uh, horse wearing the same colours might be the one that we haven't heard much about. Jolly Star, Barrier One, sits there in a really good position over the mile with J-Mac aboard. So I think as a galloper, it's going to be very hard to beat. I think Karina Queen is a horse that'll be, um, you know, you want to throw in your exotics, but, you know, Corval and PG maps an absolute treat. Blake Sheen aboard. I'm keen on its chances. I'm happy to oppose Skybird here over the mile. Might be a little bit slow out again. And if that's the case, it's going to be probably uh, end up, what, three or four pairs back to fence. And I don't think that's ideal at all. All right, lads, loving it. Can you hear me now? 
Oh, is it better? Loud and clear. Out of, out Hello, of good morning. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. good morning. Welcome back to Winners Gareth Hall with Gareth. you on this Saturday Gareth. morning. It's great to be with you. Fit as a fiddle today as well. To be sure, to be sure, is at five dollars fifty. Said some good backing, but the Kiwis here, Mister Mojo Rising for the informed Jamie Carr and Andrew Forsman's the three fifty favourite bakes. Who wins the third? Uh, Mr. Mojo Rising for me. Uh, I, I just like the way he maps. I uh, like the way the horse is going. I know he's only come out of a class one, but I just think it's a really nice race for him today. Gee whiz, this is getting boring now, Bakes. Mr. Mojo Rising clearly on top of mine. <laughs> Mate, who's copying who now? Come on. Yeah, well, that's it. Now we're trying to span the works, haven't we, G? Look, this yeah. horse is just on the up and out now. 1,600 metres, ideal. Jamie Carr in form, and this is a very low race, G. All right, then. Mr. So, Mojo Rising. Yeah, Mr. Mojo Rising to win. Looking forward to this race. Soltair's been so unlucky, but gets a tough, tough gate here once again. 310, you've got commemorative at 350. She probably hasn't lived up to her boom after such an impressive debut effort. Miraval Rose, next best at 390. And then we go down to double figures for the rest here. Mickey Gannon, who do you like here? Is it Soltair's day-to-day? Oh, gee, they're taking the PI double five with commemorative opening favourite. Like, in the Fed Inca department, that is ludicrous. The horse should be around 5 or $6. But Soltair, well, it is his day-to-day. And that barrier is of absolutely no concern over the 1,200-metre start. Blake Shin aboard. Uh, he should be getting the job done. It's the classy galloper in the race. Look, outside of that, I think Mirabel Rose is probably a horse we don't know a lot about. Um, only just won, you know, won her maiden. So I think she'll be quite competitive here. This is a big step up, but I think uh, Soltair will get the job done. And if you're playing exact, I'll be throwing Mirabel Rose in there, Bakes. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take you on again, mate. Um, Bring it on. I do, I do like commemorative. I, I agree, probably a little bit short, but I, I'm just putting that, that, that first run was so impressive. Maybe it just took a bit out of her. Uh, coming back, you know, going to going to Melbourne, going a different way, a few things against probably, um, you know, that that the way that race sort of actually shaped up. So I actually do like the horse. Uh, I think it is going to be a big day for J Mac, and uh, this will be one of his winners. So yeah, I'm a commemorative uh, commemorative fan for sure. Yeah, with commemorative, I think that you can forget her last start at Flemington there, uh, Mickey Gannon. I think she was in the wrong yeah, part you know. of the track. They were swooping that day. I think it was just a weird old race, and she wasn't in the right place for mine. What about a first up start at Ramwick? You guys, were you guys happy with that run? I thought she should nearly have won that day. What did you think from that wide gate? I know it was a weaker class, but I didn't think she was disgraced that day. Did you? No, not disgraceful, but just a lot of. I think the thing is, there's a lot of um, spruik, and I think that's priced into her. So she's she's won one race in which has proven to be just an okay sort of uh, race at Canterbury. Uh, just too short, too short. Gee, I think five dollars would be would be a, a much fairer price. Where does she up. map in your eyes here? It's interesting, isn't it? Because she's enormous. Yeah, she's she's a big horse. Um, look, she shouldn't be too far away. Uh, it's interesting. Wherever I think wherever. Um, wherever J-Mac wants to, wants to get her. So maybe midfield with with some cover, I think, just sort of makes perfect sense to me. But uh, look, from that 1,200-meter start, I don't think it really matters. Just yeah. jump with him and go. But I, I, look, I just, I'm not I'm not really sold on this big horse at Caulfield. I just, I don't know. It's not me. It's just not, not the kind of setup I like, G. Race five is the village stakes over the 1,100 meters. This is an interesting race. Barber comes out. He's been scratched more times than you lately. <laughs> lately, Bakes. <laughs> oh, Barber. 
Um, so he's it's not funny, I thought it would, it would have been his day today. Yeah. Sharippa's the favourite for South Australia. We're talking about 320 was too short for this South Australian sprinter the other day. Now he's into 270 with Pickle Bet. Hypotheticals, 330. Extremely lucky. Lucky's at $10. Semion at 11 Prowling's at 13 Curran at 15 Indian Pacific for Neville Parnham at 17 And then Rattle and Bang. Next best at eighteen dollars here, Banks. Um, which way are you going here in the sprint? I'm actually going for the horse that I think is just going to get a beautiful cushy run on the fence in behind the speed. Um, it probably hasn't lived up to ex- actually, it definitely hasn't lived up to expectations. But I like Semion in this race at good odds. Uh, you can back him each way, and um, yeah, I, I just I think you know coming out of that listed race behind she dances, I think she dances is going to have a good day today too. So. Um, I think the form stacks up, and yeah, I like it. Eleven bucks, cool. Give me some of that. Mickey G, very, very good. Well, extremely lucky. Should have won the Everest. They tell me uh, at the start of this preparation. Now we're going down to call forward to try to pick this race up. But uh, happy to be against it. I'd like to see it bounce back though. It'd be a good, good little narrative there. But uh, Sharifa is a horse that probably needs to absorb a bit more pressure this time around. G, so still willing to oppose. Hypothetical is the one on top. I think we're getting around four dollars forty earlier in the week. I think you're now at the right price. That three dollars, you know, anything sort of middle to low three dollars is is probably its right price. And uh, happy to stick with it from the good draw and Mickey D aboard. So yeah, that's a so you got Semion on top there, Bakes at ten dollars. He's been a frustrating commodity, but since he's been gelded, he's been a little bit more genuine. And yeah, well, imagine yeah. like I know we've had this conversation before, G, but imagine how good we'd be if we were gelded. I mean, really. Well, dang. speak for yourself. Yeah. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Race number six <laughs> is the, the Blue Sapphire Stakes over the 1,400 metres. Great initiative by the Melbourne Racing Club for the members anyway. If Damien Oliver rides a winner today, they'll be shouting the bar. Arkansas Kid's probably his best chance. He goes to the 1,400 metres after a really good effort in the Coolmore where he was fourth. Brave Me gets the blinkers on here at 370. Then we've got Snapback at 525, the Instructor at 7. Run, Harry, run. Who's lightly raised has got some X factor about him at $15. And then don't hope, do. Simon Zara gave this horse a really good push each way with me on Giddy Up Stable Mail the other day. So um, this is an interesting race for the three-year-olds here, Mickey Gannon. Which way are you leaning? Yeah, Arkansas kids got the um, brings the best uh, figures into the race, G. So I'm happy to side that way for sure. Snapback's a horse that could just jump out of the ground here today. Instructor, I think we've seen it. It's uh, it's ceiling. I don't think we're going to see much more um, out of out of much more improvement out of it. So Arkansas kid on top, and uh, Snapback could be the one. Forty-two day uh, sort of breaks a bit concerning for me though. Bakes. Uh, for me, brave me, brave me. Blinkers go on. Um, I think probably just hit a bit of a flat spot. Maybe maybe just came to the end of his run at Flemington with the blinkers on today. Loves that Caulfield, that swooping bit at the at, at Caulfield. It's going to be in a perfect spot coming around the corner there. And um, I think if I'm looking at pickle bet at the moment, I think you can get about four bucks on him. And I think that's great. You've got double your cash all day down at uh, yes, down at Caulfield as well. So yeah, that's it's a big bet for me. It's one of my best all day, brave me. All right, brave me with the blinkers on, love it. And in the last race, we'll have a look at now over the 1,200 metres. Queen of the ball that was devastating the other days at 3.40. The favourite, she's dancers at 2.35 with Pickle Bet. Then we go down to Rose Court at $5. Ganati's been a firmer into $10 now. Unusual culture at 14 And then Fortunate Kiss 
at $18, who was pretty good, I thought, first up there at Bendigo and uh, over an unsuitable trip um, for Fortunate Kiss. Daniel Moore takes the ride. What are you doing in the last year, Bakes? Well, I've already played my hand here. I've already said I like she dances. Uh, I, yeah, once again for me, one of the best all day. So that'll be sort of my two multi-legs brave made into she dances. So we're either going to um, have some great great times or it's going to be a, a tough old Saturday. Um, anyway, we'll see how we go. It's been, it was a tough carnival week, but uh, we came through it all right on stakes day. I think we did all right last week. So, yeah, I think she dances brings it home at Caulfield today. Small field here, queen of the ball on top. I think uh, Damon Oliver will go out with the uh, fairy tale finish. Uh, he looks a race in two bakes, absolutely. I'm happy to side with the one at better odds. Uh, look, there is a minor query, queen of the ball, over a very strong 1,200 metres. But this is a small field, and you know, from that starting point, 1,200 metres barrier, um, I think barrier seven comes in a, bit, a few now. I think this horse would have sit on speed and be very, very hard to beat in the last. All right, then what's your best today, lads? At Caulfield. Uh, yeah, as I said, she dances uh, into Brave Mead for me. They're, they're my two top. I would have had eight and eight deal done, obviously, as well, if he uh, if he hadn't been scratched. So, But they'll be my two multi-legs, and then I'll be running a few other things into them. But, yeah, they're my two best. All right, then. What yeah, about race, you here, Mickey G? Race four, number two, Saltair, best of the day at Caulfield, G. All right, then, lads, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll preview the Hunter meeting at Newcastle. For all the tips, head to SEN underscore track on Twitter or text us on 0499 736 736. Live across Australia on SEN track. This is Winners with Gareth Hall. Welcome back to Winners. Thanks to Picklebet. Of course, Picklebet has involved fixed odds. Can extra place every race with Picklebet's top four betting. You win some, you lose more for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au and Kilmore Toyota. Toyota Hilux and Toyota Land Cruiser Specialists. Kilmore, to, Kilmore Toyota. While you wait, um, your vehicle servicing, you can get a free lunch or breakfast in our cafe. Mickey Gunn, thanks to Makita XGT. Experience professional cordless power without limits. How do you think this track will play at the Hunter for the Hunter meeting at Newcastle today? In the words of the great cricket commentator, Tony Gregg, hard and fast. Gee, it's going to be a very, very quick track out there. And I think you're going to be on pace runners for sure. Okay. And that's Makita XGT, the professional choice for callers, convenience, unmatched performance, innovation, and power without limits. Let's have a look at some of the markets here for the feature events at Newcastle. And this is their traditional hunter meeting. I enjoy this each and every year. There's been some terrific results and some terrific races in the Hunter. And we've got Marzu into 280 that's been well supported. Can this be Marzu's day with Nasra Willa to ride? Cold Crusher at 550, King of Sparta at six, Dejar's run at eight dollars fifty, Opal Ridge at nine fifty, Military Expert at fourteen, Rustic Steel at fifteen, Gravina at twenty-three dollars. Big prices for the rest here, Brett Baker. Who wins the Hunter? Um, look, I know all the money. Uh, you know, it's a shame that, that quite a few of these horses have been scratched because it, it was shaping up to be a really nice race and, and it's really fallen away. I was, I had a big bet on Far Too Easy and he bumped his head yesterday. That was very disappointing. Um, look, I know all the money's come for Mazu, but I just I just can't have it after the way it's been racing. And I know this is a whole lot easier than Everest and all the rest of it, but I just, uh, it's not for me. Um, Opal Ridge... 
has always promised a huge amount and and probably just hasn't lived up to it. Um, I think today Opal Ridge at great odds too at ten dollars uh, is going to get to the outside and just fly as, as we know that she can. So um, yeah, I'm an Opal Ridge fan today in the Hunter. She'll appreciate a hard rock track as well. Um, Mickey Gannon, who wins the Hunter? Yeah, I think uh, Cole Crush is the horse to beat. G rolls out in front, beat Marzu by half a length last start. I think it's ludicrous, the price differential uh, between the two. Uh, it's incredible, the market support this morning for Marzu. Is it the Nashville Willa factor? Perhaps, maybe. I think Marzu might be a horse you need a half kid to. Uh, to be honest, I'm not sure if Nash is the right uh, match up there, but I've been wrong many a times, G, and this would just be another time. But I think Cole Crush is the horse to beat. I also think Darjan, we spoke to Adrian Bott this morning, he's very, very keen on this horse. I don't think he's had yeah. this horse going any better. 53 kilos, Tim Clark, in a race that is devoid of speed. Cole Crush and Darjan will be on speed on a track that's meant to, you know, from, from what I uh, from what I led to believe is going to be hard and fast. I think that was courtesy of uh, Nathan Doyle. I spoke to him later on this week. He trains up there and he suggested that, yeah, it's going to be a hard and fast track. So they're the two, Darjan and Cole Crusher out in front to uh, fight out the finish, G. Oh, we just lost Mickey Gannon there. Bakes, where do you think Marzu will get to in the run? Uh, I think Marzu's going to be tucked away on the fence, sort of midfield. Um, and so he's going to have a fair bit of slowing traffic uh, to get past. Um, we'll need, I mean, it's a smallish field, so, you know, he can probably get the brakes. But, it, you know, as Mick said, if it is on speed, as, as he's been led to believe, he's going to have to do a lot of catching and... Um, I just don't know if he's up to it at the moment. You know, he just hasn't knocked the lights out this prep. Let's have a look at the other feature event, the three-year-old Spring Stakes. Until Valhalla, that was impressive there the other day in town at 4.20. Invincible Spy ran time and kept on running. But Waterhouse and Bot Timmy Clark rides at 4.60. Kintyre at 6.25. Just in time at 7.50. Influential at 7.50. Sly Boots at $8. Kind words out to 15. And then Gisano has probably been the best backed late um or since in the last 24 hours anyway with pickle bet at $17. Mickey Gaddon, who wins the three-year-old feature? Yeah, probably the lowest group three you'll see in quite some time, the Old Spring Stakes, but I think it's a racing two between Invincible Spy, who was very, very good last start, uh, albeit in a much weaker race than group three level. Uh, but it'll roll forward, give a huge sight at uh, reasonable odds. And then you've got uh, Until Valhalla that's been... Really well placed, uh, was really good at Hawkesbury, then really good on the Kenzo, um, showed a bit of versatility that day. Barrier five sits there, right on speed with Rachel King and inform Rachel King to ride. I think it's a race in 2G. Uh, you could back them both for a profit. What are you doing here, Bakes? Uh, well, look, once again, um, you know, Mickey's gone for the on-speed runners. I am going to have something that might be flying down the outside, and that's influential. So... Um, I thought the effort down in Melbourne was pretty good. It was obviously all a bit too soon. But as Mick has pointed out, this is one of the lowest groups race you'll see. And uh, I, yeah, I like, you know, I don't necessarily like where it's going to get in the run if it's going to be massively on speed, but I do think it'll be flying home. And, you know, maybe those three, maybe you box those three up, I, I, yeah. But, yeah, the bet for me, influential. All right, then, Mickey, I've got a question for you. One being, being by I'm Invincible, of course, the... Galloper for First Light Racing, which is, of course, um, a horse by the name of Invincible Spy. 
And then you've got the Mara and Eustace train galloping until Valhalla, who's by Snitzel. Are you concerned both those horses will get a strong 1,600? Not at all. Um, the word out of the stable for until Valhalla is that it wanted to get to the mile and it would see the best out of the horse out to the mile. So, look, the breeding may suggest otherwise, but that's been their plan all along. And uh, to get out to the mile, this preparation third up, and look, is it probably three or four stables um, in the country that you could just genuinely follow blind when they when they make these predictions? And Maren Eustace is definitely one of those, G. Yep, 100%. So just recapping your tips there. So you're an influential type of bloke, Bakes. You're with the Chris Waller train galloper. And, That'll be me. And Mickey, you're with Mara Eustace's filly. Is that right? That's it. And, yeah, and Invincible Spy. I so, think they're the two, G. Yeah. What's Timmy Wilson telling us there? We forgot to ask him there with the weekend preview. I don't know if he... Yeah, he's confident. Wanted, no, he's, yeah, he's confident, confident. Timmy. Yeah. Yeah, two, two, two groups that I'm, you know, quite close to. Hopefully they go down to the wire. Maybe a dead heat. Oh, you know? yeah. <laughs> See how we quite, go. Quite close to it. Making way for new Toyota stock. Hit Kilmore Toyota's website today and view the used vehicle range. Live across Australia on SEN Track. This is Winners with Gareth Hall. Welcome back to Winners. Thanks to Picklebet Kilmore Toyota. Yeah, looking forward to that spring stakes. Invincible Spy for First Light Racing and... Um, until Valhalla for the mailbag team. They're doing a great job too. Wonderful syndicators. And um, that'll be a great jewel today, Mickey Gannon. And looking at the market there, I think that the the, the Philly by Snitzel until Valhalla will start the favourite, I would imagine. Yeah, the market's been pretty strong towards her. I think they bet $15 earlier in the week. So you beauty, giddy up. Yeah. Um, Did they beat the $15? Yeah, they lost the plot, G. Yeah. They lost the plot. Unbelievable. But, uh, Unbelievable. Lucky to be some. Yes. First race, looking forward to the Max Lee's Classic. Now, I like a horse here. I think it'll be mighty hard to beat. A horse by the name of Graham for James Cummings, Tyler Schiller. I know that Dean Watling's been tipping this horse to win a golden slipper. He loves its trial. They had a two-year-old Godolphin that they produced last night at the Valley that was very impressive. Um, But in the Max Lee's Classic over the 900 metres here, this is the race that they produced Cylinder in last year. Graham's into $3.80, and it is the second favourite behind Market Magic, which is currently at $2.05. How do you read this this race here, Mickey Gannon? Yeah, you're spot on. Gee, we saw Cylinder here last year, and it probably wasn't quite suited over the 900 metres, was he? So I think you might see a sort of similar thing here with Graham, probably the best horse in the race and the best horse moving forward out of the race, beating the 900 metres from Barrier 7. It's not an awkward start as such, but it's not easy as well. So I thought Market Magic was a horse. You know, Adrian was pretty bullish about the horse's chances. Um, he trialed, his trial was just super, and uh, everything you want to see over a horse for 900 metres, he'll jump, it'll put itself right on speed, and it'll give a kick. Uh, Graham will be the one coming late. Interestingly enough, though, um, Zach Lloyd, I'd imagine, would have been given first choice. He's aboard the other runner, GD. Obviously, close enough with the stable here. Any indication as to why? No, I don't know why, actually. Um, that's Eferisto for James Cummings. Sack Lloyd rides from a low gate. Yeah, I don't know why, actually, to tell you the truth. I'll see if I can find out. This is a daughter of Blue Point that trialed nicely at Hawkesbury there the other day. So we'll see what we can find out. Graham was third in that trial. Maybe she's better suited on pace. She might have showed a little bit more toe than Graham. Last year, Cylinder yeah. got a long way back and hit the line. It's hard to make up Graham with these two-year-olds because they're usually all over the place. But I remember last year was a really windy day. 
as well. Um, yeah, so they're, they're always fascinating. Difficult races to bet into, of course, because there's so much that are the unknown there. Um, but Market Magic's got a couple of really big hitters there. This Colt by Capitalist. Jonathan Munns there at Pinecliff Racing. Mr. Zhang at Yulong's also involved. So, um, yeah. Um, so, bit yeah. Out of, bit out of my of, league, those blokes, yeah. G, but it's, they, they sound like they know what they're doing. Yeah, just a little they bit. Do. What are no you doing leaf, here, Banks? No leaf change for them. Um, I'm just going to follow the money. I, you know, I'm not close enough to, like you guys, I'm not close enough to these big stables with massive budgets for two-year-olds. So, um, market magic for me, I thought the trial was, or jump out or whatever you want to call it, was was pretty solid. And, yeah, that'll do me. All right, but then. it's not a betting race. It's a, it's a lottery as far as I'm concerned. Let's have a look at race number two on the program. And Cosmic Field at $8 has had a little bit of support. Um, then we go to Resistible at $3.70. That's also had a little bit of support as well. Um, toes on the nose at three thirty for your man Johnny Sargent. What can you tell us there, Bakes? In the that he's, second, that race? he's very confident and it's going to run a nice race on speed today, and um, I think will be hard to beat. So there, you can see who I'm backing. So you're Nash on board. This is yep. yeah. This sets up really nicely for this horse, Mickey Gannon. Yeah, absolutely no excuses for toes on the nose here. That six hundred meter start is a very very fair start at Newcastle G. So now she'll have plenty of time to roll across, uh, and he'll he'll land sort of. Uh, in either in the one one or, or two pairs back in the running line, and look, it'll get every possible chance. Dylan Gibbons aboard uh, the second favourite resistible from the uh, absolute uh, peach draw. There, he'll also be a uh, really hard to beat. But look, the market's got this spot on. There's not much between the two. They'll both sit on speed, and I don't think there's anything else outside those that will be getting the job done, uh, G-Man. So uh, yeah, uh, toes on the nose and resistible. Do you have a do you have an opinion in the highway rematch at two twenty five satay chicken? I know that you love that bakes at five twenty five. <laughs> um, no, I have no opinion in the highway whatsoever. No, not, no, yeah. I'm, no, no interest, no, no opinion, no nothing. Mickey Gannon. Well, you should, you should, because satay chicken is one of the better bets of the day. They bet ten dollars. Oh. It was ludicrous drink, absolutely ludicrous. We're getting five dollars fifty now. It's still a bet. I can't believe the price. Rematch, I think that's a bit silly. Uh, should be closer to sort of two dollars fifty, two dollars sixty. But once again, one of these races where you could back them both for a profit. But Saturday Chicken's the one, G, and uh, Barrier Four, Joshy Parr, who's in form. I think we'll get the job done here in the highway. And it's not often we say that, but uh, today's the day. All right, then. So Saturday Chicken there, Portray two forty five, Fairway Star six fifty. Then we go to Lavarte for Joe Pride at seven dollars, and Hide Your Heart for Nathan Doyle. He'd be looking for a winner and. In his on his home track on such a big day at eight dollars fifty here, Bakes. Uh Lickvate, first up. Uh, it's been good first up in the past. Trial was good. And yeah, it's gonna be a little way back, but in a small field, gets the outside, be rattling home. I like Lickvate. All right then. So you like Lavate. What are you doing here, Mickey Gannon? Yeah, found it hard enough, G. Race I'll be sitting out and I'll be cheering my man Nathan Doyle with Hide Your Heart, but very, very hard race. All right, then then we move on to the next race here, which is race number five. I'm in to win for Waterhouse and Bot. Now Regan Bayless at two twenty five. Pavade for Chris Waller at four twenty. King of the Castle at four dollars sixty. And then Wineglass Bay. Good push there from the team. Um Chris Waller and Tyler Schiller, but Chris Waller with his social media update gave it a good push. Currently at $7, Wine Class Bay, um, with their social media preview. So that's a good 
and they're, they are the best bet last night, got up there at uh, Canterbury in the last bound with J-Mac aboard. So um, this is an interesting race. What are you doing here, Bakes? Uh, I like Kamakui uh, for, I think that's how you say it, for, uh, for Kim War. Um, race very well in the big dance, probably above expectations, and um, comes back to an easier race here. I think might lead. Um, yeah, sure. Look, you know, I'm, I'm into wins going to be very hard to beat, but is way too short for me. And, you know, with the small number in the field, you can still get an each way better way with Kamagui. And that's what I'll be doing. All right. Then Mickey Gannon. Yeah, I'm into win best bet of the day there. I think we okay. got her on about $3.20 in the weekend preview. It's into $2.20 now. I still think that's fine. I, I think that price is fine. I had it marked $1.90 and... From that 1,850 metre start, it's, it's a very, very short run. It's similar to that Rose Hill setup where from the 1,800 metres, but they just they run to that first corner. And if you're not out in front there, um, then you're going to do well to find a position early. Uh, I think Regan Bayless will just go straight to the front and dictate terms. I don't really see much pressure about. And I spoke to, we spoke to Adrian on the Sydney set this morning. He was really bullish about this horse out to the 1,850. So ticks all the boxes. I don't think they'll get past. I'm in to win. Love it then. Then Canberra Legend will quickly go through race 6, 480. Skylab 570 on his home track and stroke of luck at $6. Numerian at 7. Stockman at 8. How do you read this race here, Mickey Gannon? Uh, hopefully they stay positive on Canberra Legend. I think last start they were a bit over positive and just due to the race shape early. But... Paraded a bit yeah. like me, G, carrying yes. a little bit too much weight. Apparently, uh, Canberra legend now strips uh, much fitter <laughs> this time around and uh, definitely the horse to beat. Nice, aggressive ride. I think we spruiked this horse last yeah. time as, as, you know, you have really, really good form lines over in the UK and we can just forgive it that one run and, and be with it today. Canberra legend clearly on top for me, Bakes. Bakes? Um, yeah, look, I like Skylab. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I do. Obviously, it hasn't been as impressive this prep. But gets in, yep. uh, gets into this race quite well with Jason Cole on board. Um, I know they've got some bigger targets going into summer, and yep. um, yeah, I, I like it. It's going to get a long way back, but let's just hope it's not race like right. it was last hey, year with it. Stay sprint. there, Bakes. I'll come back after the ten o'clock news. Cheers, mate. The SEN. Kill more Toyota while you wait servicing with a free lunch or breakfast in our cafe. Live across Australia on SEN Track. Welcome to Winners with Gareth Hall. Brett Baker as well. Bakes, we're just covering the Beaufort. Uh, what were your thoughts on that race? Mate, what I was saying was last year was very much a sit and sprint and no one was able to make up any ground. I'm hoping it's not like that this year because Skylab's going to be coming from the back. If it is, forget about it. Um, if the speed is on, um, as I hope it will be, then I think Skylab will come right into this race. Um, in saying that, Youth Spirit should sort of be leading them up and, you know, it might be worth a little bit each way um, given, you know, a, as you're saying, it's going to be sort of a hard track. It's going to be leaderish. Um, maybe you hedge your bets there and have a bit on that as well. I will be. Love it, love it. Let's go to race nine. We'll have a look at this race, the uh, benchmark 78 over the mile, which is a really fair start point. Uh, at the uh, at the top of the market here, Tavi Time was uh, luckless last start. I think uh, we spoke about this morning, Dean Watling CEO was in neutral coming home. Um, so, well, if you can find first, second, third or fourth gear, back to its home track, Dylan Givens aboard, looks really hard to beat. Did you say it that way, mate? 
Yeah, I did actually. Um, I'm short enough though, you know, 270, 260, whatever it is now. Um, but yeah, home track, it's going to be very, very difficult to beat. It might be a nice way to bring the day sort of, you know, nearly to a close because it does look like a tricky day up there at Newcastle today. Yeah, should absolutely flog them as long as the track's playing reasonably fair. It's only a small field. I think Tavi Time is definitely the one to beat. Uh, look, outside of that, you know, man behind the money is probably there or thereabouts. Has a good record, but gee, I'd want to see Jet Stanley uh, get his act together and start riding some winners because he's been a little bit out of form, Jet, but he's a good jockey. He'll make his way back. Let's look at race 10, uh, the get-out stakes at Newcastle, the uh, Karakan Millions benchmark 94 handicap. What do you got for us in the last at Newcastle, Bakes? Hopefully, it's just a lovely way to finish the day with much, much better. One of my best all day, actually. She's low flying. I'm back, uh, lads. You've been superb, by the way. I've been listening intently, so take it away. You, you, yes, welcome back, G. It's good yeah. to have you back, son. Much, much better is your best bet, 260. That'll do us. That will do us. Uh, and hopefully brings it home. Hopefully we're not we're not counting on that at the end of the day. Um but I do like much, much better to win that last race. Big bet for me today. Right. How about Sarah Ryan? She's had over the yes. last ten starts. She's had five winners, four hundred and nineteen percent profit on turnover. Like no one's going better. Two winners last night at Canterbury. She's low flying. She's only absolutely low flying. She's dude. only been training for a couple of seasons, hasn't she, Mickey? But last no, night I was phenomenal. watching at Canterbury. She was training double figure winners for fun. It, it, it's just super what she's doing uh, and it's so good for the game to see these new names just come and just you know land in metro um races and get the job done so you know full credit to her but she's very star impressive. In the rise. very impressive stuff all right then what are you tipping in the last mickey gavin yeah i'll go with much much better takes the claim rolls forward i think if we see any um sign of an on-pace bias i think it'll start closer to sort of two dollars forty two dollars fifty g i'll come for it and i'll come for it hard at the end of the day especially if the punters have the money all right, what's your best at Newcastle, lads? Go on, Bakes, kick us off. Um, well, I think I, I've given that away just now. Uh, much, much better for me is uh, it's going to be a big bet to sort of bring it all home. So, yeah, that that's it for me. I probably got oh, – I also think Sarge, you know, you know, it's John and I, good friends. Um, toes on the nose. That's what you say. That's not what Sarge says. Sarge is going, what do you keep talking about me on the radio for? Um, He said he doesn't even know who you are. Toes on the the nose. Toes on the nose is much, much better. Uh, They're my two best in Newcastle today. All right, then, Mickey? Yeah, race three now. Before Saturday, Chicken was the best bet. In getting short now, but I think we're getting a really good value around that horse. The best, best, best of the day was short. I'm in to win. Jump lead win sort of set up there. And we like going out wide, G. Something we'd like to do on a Saturday morning. We're going to go to Gundagai, race four, number two, Arthur the Great. Race four, number two at Gundagai. That'll do us. That That'll do, do me. Hey, you have a wonderful day, Bakes. Good luck today. Thank you, you too, mate. I hope you're feeling better. You sound a bit crook. Yeah, I'm so, terrible. You know. I'm, feeling, I'm feeling as flat as a pancake. Well, mate, once you get to NZ... And you're over there yeah, looking well, at horses, well, mate. Maybe they'll just make it. I think. Oh, I don't think I don't think I'll let him in. No. Um, <laughs> anyway, what if, um, Mickey? You you enjoy today, and don't forget Hector Fawley and the Greyhounds in that shootout. 
Good luck tonight. Mate, I've, I've, I've told everyone that will listen, so about three people. Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting a hate mail um, because of me. Make that Gannon. four, I listen. Yeah. I'm on. <laughs> no, you, you were one of them. Oh, okay. Three, sorry. Yeah. All right. Then, uh, been good fun, G-Man. Good on you, boys. Great stuff. Thanks, Have a great mate. week, guys. Same to you. There's Mickey Gannon, Brett Baker. Always great to catch up with them on a Saturday morning. We'll take a break, then we'll go around the country trying to find you a few winners today.